You're listening to Kill Cliff's Hazard Ground Podcast with service members from across the military sharing their stories of combat and survival. And now, here's your host, Mark Zeno. Welcome into the Hazard Ground Podcast. As always, we appreciate you joining us each and every week and just a little bit of a different tone and demeanor uh, to this very short and special edition of the Hazard Ground. And as you know, our audience is mostly military members, veterans, and people tied to the military community. And we felt like it was very important at the Hazard Ground that we address the events that are going on in Afghanistan and just share some of our thoughts on this topic. Um, we, we felt like it was right and it was proper for us to address it, considering all the people we're interviewing and many of the Afghan vets that have, have come on the show uh, will get a chance to speak their own voice. But people have asked us about where we on it. And so we thought it was right and it was proper for us to spend a, a couple of minutes with you here uh, this week, just addressing the events. And, and we'll keep our fingers crossed that things are starting to wind down as we record this on uh, the morning of August 31st. And hopefully uh, as many Americans, if not all, are out as safe as possible. But, you know, I think one of the most paramount things that I have really felt was important to talk about was the veterans calls in the administration not only recently, but as far as going back months, there were veterans and veterans organizations who were out there working their tails off to try and create some more notoriety, try and create some more sort of uh, awareness about the Afghan partners, the Afghan translators, the Afghan people who worked alongside military forces, that they are our true allies and that those people needed to get out. And so for all those Afghans who supported us for 20 years of combat um, and, and wanted a better life and deserved a better life, we owed it to them to get them out. And we can't thank enough of the veterans organizations who went out there and, and pounded pavement. And even to, to this day, you know, there were veterans, and people may not be aware of this, there were veterans who literally on their own dime spent their own money, got on a plane and flew to Afghanistan, flew into the Middle East and did everything they could to get people out uh, and get people that they knew out. There's sort of been this, this underground network of veterans who are still working at this very moment to do everything they can to continue to get Afghans out of the country uh, and bring them to America uh, where they, they can get the protection and the life that they deserve for working alongside us for 20 years. And so if you are part of those organizations, if you know people who are part of those organizations, if you want to be part of any of those organizations, you can find them on the web. But a, a genuine, humbled, and heartfelt thank you for the work that you have done. I mean, Yeoman's work doesn't even underscore it. But it just goes to show you how much, uh, we've said this routinely, nobody knows how to take care of veterans. And nobody knows how to take care of our partners, the people who are alongside us in combat, better than us. And it's a theme that we've echoed a million times here on The Hazard Ground, and it's playing itself out on real life, on television, on a daily basis, as we continue to try and save lives in Afghanistan of those who fought alongside us. So again, to those veterans, thank you very, very much. And to those people who are continuing to create awareness about this, this is super important. You know, it's... the news cycle is going to change this, right? At some point in time, I mean, you know, prayers to all those in the Gulf right now. We have a hurricane going through, but the normal course of life and events are eventually going to make Afghanistan not the top news story again. And for the last nine and a half years, it's been Forgotistan, right? I mean, it really, ever since it was bin Laden was killed, we, Afghanistan was barely even a scratch of a headline anywhere. And it surged in the last six months and it surged in the last couple of weeks into the front of our conscience. 
And the big thing is let's not let it be gone and forgotten again. It's super important to continue to make this whole thing and what has gone on by our government, by our leaders, uh, a big talking point going forward. It's not right that we should just discard this like it didn't happen. Oh, we're out of Afghanistan. It's over. Let's just move on. I don't know if that's the direction we should be going with this. I think it's important for us to continue to make sure that everything that has gone on meets some measure of accountability. And that really is a big word that we've been hearing so, so much of. Um, it is incumbent on all of us in the military and all of us who are veterans now out of the military that we we take accountability for the things that we have done, the things that we are part of, good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent. Accountability is sort of what makes our leaders who they are. And the ones that we choose to follow and the leaders that we choose to respect and the leaders that we, we think the highest of, well, we might not agree with every decision, the ones who choose accountability and stand there and take responsibility for what has gone on are the leaders that ultimately we respect and we follow. And it is incumbent on us in our community to continue to call for accountability and ask for accountability for everything that has gone on all the way up to the highest levels. If we don't do that, then we are abdicating our own responsibility as veterans, as soldiers, as Marines, sailors, airmen, all the branches are, are getting rid of the responsibility of, of an oath that we all took. And so it's it's proper and it's right to make sure that accountability and, and owning the decisions that were made were are super important and, and are a big part of why veterans are struggling right now. You know, a Band-Aid has been ripped off for so many of us. A Band-Aid of a wound that we thought that we had closed the door on and stitched up has now been reopened again. And it even reaches back to a wound for the Vietnam veterans. All of those veterans right now are struggling again because they're watching events essentially unfold right in front of their eyes that they already lived through once. And for everybody who went through these events and had to have that Band-Aid ripped off, just know we are all with you. We are all in this together, and we're not going to lose you again this time. Even if you thought last time you almost got lost, it won't happen again. I encourage everybody to pick up the phone, send a text, call somebody, text, write an email, check in on every veteran you know in and around you, whether they're in Afghanistan or not. Just ask them how they're doing. It could be that text, that phone call, that message that ultimately saves someone's life. And so for any veteran who is struggling, for any veteran who is reliving a wound that they had many years ago, do not let this overtake you. Do not succumb to this because you have the tools in your toolkit to survive this. You've done it already. The fact that you're still here with those wounds and with those scars means that you do know how to survive. And I want to remind you all of that. Don't get lost in the news cycle of this. Don't get lost in, in, the, in the bad sort of vibes that are all over the place right now. Your service was worthy. Your sacrifice was important. And everything that you did has value. And to that end, don't let any of the events of the last couple of weeks take away from any of that. It is super important that you stay with us and you stay in this fight all the way through to the end. And we will be there with you shoulder to shoulder, side by side, to make sure that you are with us to the very end. Finally, I think it's important, you know, for us to look at expectations uh, and understand what we hope to gain from all this. I think more than anything, and this sort of bleeds into the political conscience, that we are looking for leaders. We are looking for leadership. Um, we are looking for people who are willing to 
make sure that they lead the right way and the proper way. And it doesn't necessarily mean taking to social media and screaming into the camera, uh, although I have been guilty of it in the past, uh, and I've echoed some of my thoughts on my own personal social media on Afghanistan. Um, and, and a lot of that, I think, is cathartic for some of us, and it gives us a release to get those thoughts out, whether in word or in voice. And that's important, but that doesn't necessarily make you a leader. And what we've seen from the events from you know, a, a Marine Lieutenant Colonel who has now resigned his commission as of the time that we are recording this, you know, it's this isn't a commentary on that individual or what he's chosen to do. But right now, what we need more than anything are calls for inclusiveness, calls for togetherness, and, and sticking side by side with each other. Breaking ranks here uh, and going rogue does not increase our chances of gaining accountability from our leadership. And it's that type of leadership that we need people bringing us together as a unified voice that will ultimately get us the accountability that we all seek. And so as we go through the next couple of days and weeks with all this, please think long and hard about the kind of leader that you want to be. And it doesn't matter whether you're an E3 or an O9. It doesn't matter what your rank is. Whether you're a veteran now or a current service member, you are a leader and you are in this with all of us together. And your role in it, while it might not be the biggest piece of the pie, it is an important piece of the pie. And it's super important that you take on a leadership role when it comes to all this. Do what's right. Hold others accountable. Hold others to the standard. Make sure they are doing what's right. And let's all stay in this together and get the accountability that we deserve. I, I have often hearkened to a story that we have told several times here on the hazard ground of Black Hawk Down and the Battle of Mogadishu in Somalia. And when we look for accountability, I can't help after all this has happened, but think of Think about Major General William Garrison, who after the Battle of Mogadishu penned a letter claiming full responsibility for everything that had happened and effectively ending his own career. 19 people were lost, dozens more were wounded, in a battle that ultimately was coined as a loss in the eyes of the media and everybody else because we pulled out of Somalia shortly after the engagements of October 3rd, 1993. But watching Major General William Garrison write that letter and handing it off to his bosses, his superiors, to take full responsibility is exactly the sort of accountability that we're looking for here and exactly what we need at this time. That's leadership. That's what we expect. And the men who fought in that battle ultimately look at Major General Garrison, and we've had them on this podcast, and we've asked them all about this. I've asked them right to their faces what they thought about that letter, and not a single one of them had a bad thing to say about it because he took accountability. And I think that's super, super important. And again, especially since it's a story we've told so often here from so many different angles on this podcast, that's the note I want to finish on, that we are hoping for that level of accountability. But more importantly, even if we don't get accountability, we have to stay together in this. There are so many tough things that have come out of this. There are so many tough days ahead still that we need to make sure that we are in this together and that this won't mean more bad times ahead. Reach out to whoever you need to reach out to. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. Use the resources available at your disposal. Heck, send us an email here at producer at hazardground.com and we'll get you the resources that you need. I hope you guys continue to consume this podcast, whether audio, video, on our YouTube channel, wherever it may be, because this community that we've created 
it's a living, breathing thing, and we can't thank you enough for that. So from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you for being part of this show each and every week. And that's why I say it at the top of every show, because we really do mean it, and we really are thankful that you are part of this. Wanted it to take some time and echo these words and echo these thoughts to you guys, because we felt it was important enough to address it as a show, as a team, and as a community to the viewers and listeners of this podcast that you know that we where we stand. And just know that we stand with you. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.